Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back on The Kevin and Fred Show and uh, sorry to do this to you again, but I am the guest again. So uh, a little bit different format. Uh, You might have remembered last year I ran... uh, a copy of the episode or the live interview, if you will, that I did with my good friend and uh, and couple time guest on this show, Dustin Runyon, for his his live weekly interview that he calls Fired Up Fridays. And so he did a different, a uh, little bit different um, setup this time, where we really didn't talk a whole lot of business. We did some, uh, it, but we went two hours, so we went deep. And the thing about Dustin that you should know is like, he knows me well, he's, he's one of my best friends for sure. And so, um, he's, he's able to, to ask questions that he like, he's got more, he's got inside information, I guess. And so it, it enabled him to ask some really good questions that caused me to think, and hopefully the question, not, not so much my answer, but his line of questioning, hopefully will make you think as well. And so it's long, it's two hours. So we're going to, we're going to divide this into two parts. So uh, you are either listening to part one right now or part two. I don't know, because I'm probably not going to record a second intro for this, but just want to let you know how much I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. Uh, if you want to find out more about Dustin and kind of what this uh, Fired Up Fridays thing is, go over to firedupfridays.com. That's firedupfridays.com. And uh, check out what Dustin's doing. Uh, he's not just my friend, but he's a mentor. The guy's helped me a lot and uh, probably more than I could even express. And I just love the guy. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. I do have this question. So what have you changed? And I know you do a lot of crazy shit that I love. Thank you, David. Um, what have you done to make sure to maximize your 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 longevity with regards to life? So, um, So this could go back. 20, uh, 20, 23 years. So for, so I'll, I'll give the long version since we have time and I actually don't have to pee yet. So that's surprising actually. Uh, but when I was 21, uh, I, I like, I weighed about four, I don't, more than 400 pounds. I don't know exactly how much I weighed because the doctor scale didn't go over 400 pounds. And, and so at that age, I decided, and so by the way, that was when my dad got sick uh, and my friend's dad got sick. But my friend's dad was like young. He was the dad in the neighborhood that played sports with us. So that was really jarring to me that he needed quadruple bypass surgery. And I'll never forget where I was when I was talking to my friend Randy that day. And he told me about it. Tell him about my dad. He was telling me about his. My dad had cancer. His dad needed to have, you know, quadruple bypass. And I decided that day, I was like, well, dude, if I die early, like, it's my dad. I was like, my dad's going to die soon. And he's only 55. Uh, 54 at the time. And so, um, I, like, I'm just going to make sure it's not my fault. Like, I'm going to make sure that I did whatever. So, so it could literally go back to that point. So I, uh, so I'll fast forward a little bit. I lost like almost 200 pounds in about two years, uh, about 180 pounds in two years. And I'm, I've always kept off more than hundred, 120 of it from 
for like the entire 23 years and uh, the rest of it has fluctuated and I've had different challenges. And so I've learned, like I have learned, I know more about like health and longevity nutrition than probably a lot of uh, people in the medical field, because I've just spent time learning about it. Um, and you know, so I don't know, I just went on a journey and it's everything from like, you know, it includes chiropractors and mentor, like my chiropractor who set me on, on the path for certain things. And like my doctor, it's like, I've got a doctor, uh, where I go, like I literally do a blood draw every 90 days and we do follow-up visits and we measure stuff and make changes, um, to like, I, I'm not the guy, like, I'm not trying to be, to live to like 200 years old. Like if that happens, like if technology comes along and there's this thing where we can get a big boost, awesome. I just want to like, and I think maybe even five years ago, I, was, I would have said that's what I was going for. But I think my mindset has shifted more towards the concept of health span for anybody who's ever heard that, which is more of like, okay, I'm, I do want to live as long as possible, but more importantly, I want to be as healthy as possible in that time. Like I want to have fewer limitations. I love my mom to death. I'm so thankful for her, the way she struggled all those years. And uh, so she, and she lives with me in, in my home and watching her inability physically to do things as a daily reminder of like, to make sure that I'm doing what I ought to do. So it's everything from like doing my routines of like, I know you're, and you're probably hinting at like the fact that I've got a sauna and a cold plunge in my house. Um, some of that stuff, cause I like it and it's weird, but it's also the benefit of it to the way like uh, I work out or fast or just, I've tried different things. And then we measure my doctor and I measure blood results every 90 days. And then we make, you know, I make adjustments. And so it's really about what I've realized it's about like when I was younger, I was like, man, like maybe if I could just, maybe if I just looked good, like dust and I'd get laid more or something like, I don't know. And then it just turned into, as I grew up, I was like, well, then if I was healthier, then I'd be better at business. And then it was like, oh, and I'll be better at family and, you know, experiencing life and things like that. And so, um, yeah, you know, health is Brian just put in the comment there, it just popped up. So I saw it briefly health as well. That's a, that's a not, that's an unnuanced thought. I, I like it and where you're coming from, because you need it. If you have, if you don't have health, but you do have wealth, the only thing you really want is health. So, that, but that's only part of the story. Like we, I know a lot of fit people that are broke as fuck and they mm-hmm. can't experience life the way they want to. And that's mm-hmm. no different than the guy that's 60, 150 pounds overweight, getting ready to have a heart attack, but drives a red BMW. That's no different. It's literally no different. It's just, it's only part of the equation. And without the whole thing, it doesn't matter. In my opinion, that's my opinion. So I'm a bit, I'm a big fan of like, so I'm again, I'm optimizing for, for getting the most out of life or net fulfillment as Bill Perkins would say. And for that, that doesn't mean like, it's like Greg scares me. I'm looking at Greg in the top left corner for me. And the way he gets up and works, I'm like, oh my God, I'm afraid he's going to ask me to work out with him one day or something. The answer is no ahead of time, Greg. So don't get any dumb ideas in your head. Like, I'm not waking up at 4.30 or 3.30 or 1.30 to go work out ever. And I'm not ever doing these things because it's not in alignment with my path, which my path is more about like you can optimize, like my buddy, Joe, Joe, I don't know if Joe's on here today, but Joe, who's an agent that works with me. He, dude, he just competed in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu like world championships last week in Vegas. He's a, he's, he is a true master of his craft. And, um, like he asked me about a year ago, he's like, wouldn't you want to, if you knew you could be the best at something, you know, like the sport or whatever in the world, wouldn't you want to, I'm like, 
Not, no, not unless it's going to put more zeros in my bank account. Like there's no way I'm doing that. Like, I, like, I don't want to optimize to be the best wrestler or the best mountain climber, best 75 harder. I don't like, or the best crossfitter. Those things are all good for some people. My goal is like, I want to do what helps me to, to live longest. And, uh, while I, while I can actually experience things. That's awesome. What, uh, uh, with that being said, I know a lot of this, the die with zero has been pretty influential with uh, on you, right? The, the new book, that book that Curtis gave you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And so you have a podcast Super. too. What's your podcast called? Uh, so you, you're going to need to get a pen to write this down. Cause it's super hard to remember. Uh, it's called the Kevin and Fred show. For those of you who didn't catch on earlier, Fred is the name of my business partner. Uh, and uh, so it's anywhere podcasts can be found, but it's literally called the Kevin and Fred show because we're just not that original. <laughs> Jesse. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, brilliant. It is brilliant. We were in the lab for days, just hours and hours just thinking of that name. Uh, and you got to, you interviewed Bill Perkins, the author, and it's it's right here. I just so I just put the link in there for you guys, uh, if you guys want to check did. out the podcast uh, for uh, it's uh, uh, for Kevin and Fred. They bring on fucking awesome guests, and uh, you've had Gary V on there uh, now, uh, Bill Perkins. So I'm excited to to check that out. Um, so let's go to business. Let's do it. Where uh, how has your business changed? Uh, so let's just, let's start. You, you were, you're in short sale. You did short sales. You grew a short sale team. Then you had a regular real estate team and you grew the regular real estate team doing 500 plus deals a year. Let's start there and, and move us to where you are now. Your regular real estate team, you're doing 500 plus real estate deals a year. You're with Keller Williams. And today you're with EXP. You've got thousands of people in your downline. Can you take us through that journey? Yeah. So this is kind of Gary Keller's fault in a way. Uh, I see that like nicely. He forced us to, uh, he sent us an email and forced us to, as he explained it, like play a game with our expenses. So Fred and I uh, developed this habit of looking at literally every expense that we had every single week in our business. And just finding out like, well, why are we paying for this? You know, is this weird? Is this a one-off thing? Is this something that's valuable to us? And we still, so we still do that to this day. But one of the things I realized was like how much we were paying. our company was paying Keller Williams as a whole more than like Fred and I were making. And I was like, well, this is, that's kind of fucking weird. Uh, like uh, one year, I think it was 2017. Um to mine for like we our net profit in the business was just a hair over six hundred thousand, and we had um we we had paid Keller Williams International as well as the local market centers uh well over five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, this is really weird that like because I'm splitting this with Fred, so like his family's taking them three, and I'm taking them three. It's really kind of weird that like we're actually paying more to 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 this. Really, it's just a banner uh, on our sign. And so that forced us to like really evaluate our business model. And um, amongst other things, that's not the reason why we left KW. It just was one of the things that that forced us to evaluate our business model, not our brokerage. Um, That was for other reasons. But to fast forward a little bit, we realized like, we just realized we're climbing a mountain that we didn't want to be on. Like to put it that way, like we just realized we're climbing up a mountain that we had no desire to be at the top of. 
And so, you know, a lot of things happened at one time in 2017, uh, in early 2018, that led us to, hey, we're, we're going to make a change. We, we needed to make a change. Uh, and we ultimately found our way to, to EXP, thanks to Curtis Johnson, uh, who I will eternally be grateful for, uh, for, for interfering in our life and, and helping us get there. And um, that presented us with a, with a business model that felt more in line with who, who we are as people and the type of business that we wanted to run. And, um, and so we, we learned a lot, like one of the, you know, like, especially like, you know, over the last like 10 years, if you just bought real estate at some point in the last 10 years, like you, you look really smart today. Right. Yeah. And right. You just do, uh, real buying real estate has a way of making dumb people look smart and <laughs> true. Some of the dumbest millionaires just did it all through real estate. If you, if you really think about it, um, I'll say that. I know, I'm just, I, dude, I'm I know. Dude, I just, I just never heard somebody. Just, I, I, I just never heard somebody just say. Oh, I, I didn't know it was a secret or no. I didn't know that one was in the oh, corner. So it, there I so, go kicking over those sacred goats or cows or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember I used to I used to talk to people who were like buying real estate and flipping and doing other deals and like uh I know Liz like I definitely I I should get a ribbon for that one like like for throwing Dustin off um and so I remember think I would leave these conversations with my friends where I'm like man are we doing the wrong thing uh and the uh what I realized was like we were doing the wrong thing like I was ignoring massive opportunities but I was also doing the right thing because I was so focused on on just putting back into our sales business, right. Into, into our systems and things like that, that what happened is when I looked up and we made a move in 2018 and we, we found a different business model to, to work from that felt more in alignment with who we are as human beings that um, I didn't have to worry about some things that a lot of people would have to worry about who wanted to shift their business and to shift more importantly, shift their daily activities. Right. It was actually very easy for me because I had gotten so deep in one lane, not just me, Fred and I, and, and our whole team had gotten so deep in one lane that it allowed us to have a little bit of um, autopilot, if you will. And so when EXP came up, like the way you make money in EXP outside of sales, right? Like we still sell a lot of real estate. Like we do. Okay. We're not going to sell 500 homes ever again. And I, I like, I don't, I don't care to, but we'll sell a couple hundred homes a year, I think forever, truthfully. Um, so we do. Okay. But what do you, the way you make money XP outside of selling homes is like you build community and you give to people and you, you, you sow into people and um, which is what I like to do anyways. It's who it's who I am. And so what we've been able to do is just go in, Oh, we can get someone to pay us for doing, for doing that. Like, we'll just do more of that and we can let our team over here do its thing. Cause it's, it's grown up now. Like it's, at the time it was 11 years old. Now it's 50 or, you know, it was 10 years old. Now it's 14 years old, but it was still 10 years old at that time. 10 years. Like most people on this call, like haven't been building in the same direction for 10 years of anything, much less 15 or 20. And when you do that, it, it affords you a lot more opportunity. And so what we got to do is like have that thing kind of, take care of it. And then we get to focus on, we could afford to go over here and take less money and to build something that was more for the long run. I don't know if that answers the question, kind of what you no, were yeah. 
<clears throat> no direction you want to take it, but that's that's the, what came to mind. Totally. And you guys have done a phenomenal job at building that community. I feel like it's like what you are so good at. Um, and so uh, with that being said, uh, EXP Con's coming up. And anybody on the call, we're going to have a fired up Friday mastermind. I don't know. You've already offered up. You've Kevin, you've already offered up the room. Okay. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, man, fuck. Let's do it. Yeah. So if you guys want to come to uh, come to that, uh, uh, we're going to be shooting out some information th- through email about coming to our Fired Up Friday uh, EXP Con event. So we'd love to have you guys there in person. Kevin will be there. He doesn't know it yet, but he'll fucking be there. David will be there and, and everybody will be there. So it'll be it'll be fun. But um, how has it uh is that shifted? Like, so like drawing people and attracting people to your community, how is that different than sales? And is it different than sales? Oh, I don't think it's different. Uh, well, it's not different from the way I sell. Um, so some people sell, like some people are like really good salespeople. And I'm always like, I'm actually uh, fascinated by those people who can say certain things to get you to do things uh, like in a good way. Um, or who, who are, who can pound the phones, like and make cold calls always fascinated by those people. And it's not how I roll. I am just way more relational. Right. And so, uh, you know, I'm kind of like the thing of like, like I care about real estate agents because I I think that, uh, there's a lot of people out there that take advantage of us. And I think that the system is rigged against us and, um, we have to be smart enough to, to realize that and then take action for it. But but we are, we are going uphill. And so like, I have a heart for wanting to help other people do that. And so for me, the way I do it is like, I just try to share what I've learned. I, I dude, I've been really lucky. Like, uh, even if you just forget about the 300 times I've interviewed somebody on my podcast, mostly around real estate and business, um, I've had way more conversations that weren't recorded with some, some of the smartest people in the industry and in business outside of the industry. And because I am always so naturally inquisitive, like, I don't always have the answers, but I often know who does. And, uh, I do sometimes have the answers and I always want to, sh- I'm pretty open with those answers and want to share those with people. So that way they can, you know, get to, you know, whatever their next point be, you know, whatever, uh, yeah. from A to B is for them. And so I, what I found is like, just by being open and giving more, the, that's the way I sell is like, I'm just going to help you. And then like, if you find value in it, you might, you'll, you'll buy from me. And so buying from me right now looks like, just join EXP with us. Right. And if you don't buy from me, I, I probably still really like you as, unless you're a dick. I like, I like you as a person. We're still going to be friends. I just, I, but I'm going to help the people in my tribe way more because there's like, you're in my tribe. Like we're, not, we're there. That's that's not true. I wasn't in your tribe for like two years and you helped me just as much. <laughs> you were, you were still in my tribe though, but like, <laughs> yeah, just on, yeah. Just on EXP. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just saying like, you've just, you have that, uh, you've always been a connector and you've always, what, what was your act? So like, um, practicality on, on relation. I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are transactional that would rather be relational. You know, they, they want to make that shift over from like, um, hammer and hammer and hammer into more of a relational what, pr- practically how, what is like your day to day with regards to connecting with people? Uh, this is, this is really Remember, this is the guy that just said buying real estate makes dumb people look smart. Uh, I'm I'm a card carrying member. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I I I 
So my, I'm also looking next to Greg is my good friend and business partner, Eric Kelly. And, um, Eric taught me this thing years ago called the five and five, which is, which was the method he used to build an extraordinary sales business, uh, that had to do with connecting with five people. The first five had to do with connecting with five people in a sphere of influence every single day. And so that seemed like a daunting task to me. So Fred and I came up with something called three to thrive. <laughs> and so every day I, uh, I make, uh, sometimes it's a goal. Currently it's a commitment to connect with three people a day over phone, in person, over text, whatever. I mean, that that's literally, that's my sales funnel, if you will, is, is connection. How does somebody go from transactional to relational? Like how, how did how do you make that transition over? Oh, they just decide that the other person's more important. It's not that like, that's not hard. It no, I know. Like, I just, I just love simplistic like, answers like that, that just, yeah. It sounds like a daunting task, right? Like I've always done it this way. It's like, dude, you and I, like my first God, real experience so with you, true. you reminded me of this last week. Cause you were in Chicago, you went to the best steak restaurant ever. And you, you text me from there. And it reminded me of that event. But like, so Tony always said, like, he's like, people act like it, you know, takes years to change. It doesn't take years to change. It takes years to make a fucking decision. It takes that to change. And so mm. like, it's, I, I believe it's a decision to decide that the other person's needs are more important than mine in the moment. Wow. Duh, that is so, I hope you fucking, I hope everyone writes that down. That is so good. Um, because I'm thinking of people who are maybe more transactional and it's because you're more self-focused. Yeah, dude, it's commission breath. So like we got all, we all know that realtor that has commission yeah. breath or at, like, I like to tell some of my EXP friends that have rev share breath. Yeah. Like, like I'm a capitalist. Don't get me wrong. I'm just a capitalist with a heart. Like I just, I believe that I'll make money if like, if I give, yeah. I, like, I, I believe I'm going to make money by giving. I don't believe I'm going to make it by taking. Uh, say that one one more time so you can write write down. Oh, yeah. I believe uh, I'm. Gonna, I, I believe I'll make money by giving, not as opposed to get making money by taking. And some people so I know, good. and you and I have some of those mutual friends, uh, acquaintances that are takers. Yeah, and they're they're take and that's their deal. Like I I, I don't know what kind of bullshit trauma they've got in their life, so trying hard not to judge them for that. But I just, I feel like I'm going to end up, maybe I'm not going to end up with more. Mm. I just feel like I want to sleep at night. Fuck dude. I always say this. It's like, there's people that, that will get it faster than me and they'll make more than me short term and they'll have more than me. Um, but I just, that's to quote you, that's just climbing a mountain. I have no desire to be on top of. Yeah. It's just like, I want peace. Yeah. I, I want to sleep. I was talking to my buddy Pete this morning. I'm like, he's like, yeah, my coach told me he's like, I had like uh, uh, a superpower. He's an asshole too. Yeah, he is an asshole. Uh, fuck that guy. Uh, he's our I friend. Love him. Um, he's like, uh, that, I, that my superpower was that I have clarity. And I go, no. Clarity is what it sounds like. What you have inside you is peace. And peace inside is spoken through clarity. Yeah. Like peace communicated is clarity. And so, um, yeah, I agree, man. I've never, uh, it's, I don't think you can go broke giving. 
now you can't like dude it's yeah. like the uh not a political statement but like like you're not gonna you can't tax people out of poverty you can't <laughs> like you can't do it that way so you yeah. can't do it by taking like taxing is taking like you know that, that's all it is is this taking and so I, like short term yeah looks good long term bad move like yeah. you know history history is kind of clear on that okay so then who in our industry has been with regards to that what we just discussed that past like two minutes who's been like the three most influential people on you in the you know in the 15 years plus years you've been in the business actually in the industry in the um, industry and then we'll go to your personal I'll, so I'll leave, I'll leave Fred and Jill out, Jill, okay. who, who, you know, who works with her. us, um, Fred. I'm, I'm not saying this cause it's here like you, uh, no. straight up you. Yeah. 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 Straight up you, uh, Ben Kenny. Damn. It's so hard to limit me to three. I probably have like 80 best. I friends. know. Um, you know, I don't like him, but like Gary Keller made a, had a big influence in my life, like in, in a, in a good way. Um, and I, you know, some people are, some people are great South stars, which is like the opposite of a North star, meaning mm -hmm. like sometimes That's people really are there good. You don't want or, and, uh, so probably you Ben Kenny and Gary, if not, I would think of like, um, the, actually the two former CEOs of KW or two of the many former CEOs, Chris Heller uh, and John Davis are both people I've learned a lot from as well. And um, yeah. What's the biggest thing you've learned from Ben? Oh, dude. Uh, There's so many, but like, um, you know, Ben is a guy that reached out to me. <laughs> it was like, he knew we were going to get in trouble. I'll never forget this. Like, he reached out. We didn't even know each other. And he reached out to me, like, we might've met in the hallway or something. And I was like, God, oh, this guy's a dick. And, uh, and then he reached out to me one time. He's like, Hey, I think, uh, did I see you guys are going to be teaching some class? You need to come, come up here to Bellingham. I'm going to fly you up here. I'm going to teach you how not to get yourself in trouble at KW. Cause you're about to get in a lot of trouble. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and it's so, like, that was the very first thing he did was like, and so he's, he's been a very, um, he's been instrumental, like all along the way, like there's been many times along the way where he said, Hey dude, come on, come over here. I want to help you with something. And then, then he, you know, share, would share with me, uh, whatever he had to share, whether it happened to be about that or money. Like he's been a great financial mentor for me in my life. He's been a great, um, he's just a great, he's one of the smartest people I've ever been around. And so, uh, there's, I could probably go on about Ben for, for days. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I don't want to ask this. What, okay. What, what do you, what do you like about him? What attracts you to him? What do you like about him so much? Uh, he's like the dude, the dude raised a hundred million dollars for his real estate team. You guys know that, right? Like, so like, he literally raised a hundred million dollars. He's got a oh, yeah. billion dollar valuation on effectively a real estate team and some technology. I say that to emphasize the fact he's done something really big and he's a normal dude. And if I just said, Hey, like I literally, so I'll just share this with you. Like I sent him something yesterday, text. I said, Hey, look at this BP. BP stands for Bronco porn. He like <laughs> classic. We, we both love classic Broncos, right? He's that guy that is like, 
just normal as normal, but he's a, he's a genius at what he does. He deals with a lot. He's not perfect and he owns it. Um, and he's a mess, but he's still accomplishing everything. Like he's still going after it. And more importantly, dude, forget about his accomplishments. I've seen some of the shit he does when people aren't looking to help people. And it's massive. Mm-hmm. He's helped more people by just, you know, writing a check or, you know, doing things that he didn't have to do. And he did it when no one was looking or he thought no one was looking. I've seen him do that repeatedly. And that's something about him that, that I admire. Love that. And he just what wants about, to go shoot and, and drive cars. <laughs> uh, what about Gary Keller? What was the greatest thing you learned from Gary? Dude, uh, focus. He taught me how to focus and he taught me how to focus on, on one priority that there's no such thing as priorities. Like it's, that's not a plural word. The word is priority. There is only one thing that's most important right now. And when you figure out what that one thing is, huh, I guess that was the title of his book. Uh, when you figure out what that one prior top priority is, you can actually just put all your effort on that for the most part and, and get to a lot of, of what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. That was one thing I learned is that like not everything on the list is equally as important. Like you can do seven out of the 10 things on the list and still only get 10% of them done. Yeah. Dude, like he you ta- did seven out of 10, but it's only 10% of what, you know, he, he taught me. Um, and I think he said, so I, I interviewed him before I even had a podcast, just got him to let me interview him about the book. The one thing I'd gotten an advanced copy and this was in his office. And, and he said to me, he's like, well, the thing is, is like, when you get this concept, you get to go home at the end of the day, uh, like meaning yeah. like, Hey, it's five o'clock or four 30 or whenever you leave, like you just go home. There's doesn't mean there's no problems, but it's like, if you did what you're supposed to do and you work from a sense of priority, you can just go home. It's good. Like the problems will still be there tomorrow. Yeah. But he, you'll have done he, what you had to do. He said to me once, he's like, working 15 hours a day is cheating. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's so, okay if you want to. I just, I totally that's the game. That's not the mountain I'm climbing. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I love that. By the way, climbing a mountain, you have no desire to be on top of. I wrote that down. That's been, uh, that was Eric really Kelly just asked a question in the chat. Like it just popped up. Um, he said, what do I learn from Dustin? No. So I'm just going to answer that, even though you're not going to ask me. Um, I've, I've learned a lot from Dustin, first of all, from, from you, Dustin, and everything from, how to look further within myself to examine my own thoughts. Uh, I think probably was a, I, like, I think in a lot of ways you made that okay for me to, to do that. Um, I've, I've learned that like, um, God, fuck man. So many, I realized like there, you can just have straight direct conversations with people that have a big impact in their lives. And, um, by just by being honest and asking tough, saying things that are tough, that are tough to say. And, uh, that, you know, and Dustin's one of the more giving people I know too. Like that's a theme. Uh, and he shows up and I know that Dustin's not perfect, but, um, you know, you illustrated this for me perfectly a couple of years ago in Flagstaff, dude, when you, when you did, we did that class up there. And you were speaking and, and you said something like you called on me in front of everyone. You said, Hey, what do you think I'm capable of? Or something along those lines. I was like, I was like, well, pretty much it, like literally anything you decided you wanted to do, I think you're capable of. And you said, you want to know why, like, what well, he said, why do you think that? And the answer was like, you've never let me down. 
you've like anytime I've ever said, Dustin, will you, do, will you jump? Will you record a video? Will you talk to so-and-so? Will you take this phone call? Will you do this? You've always said, if I've asked you to show up in Phoenix, which is four fucking hours away, you drive, you get up at 4am and get here. Uh, and so, and you were doing that to illustrate the point of like, we don't do that for ourselves enough. And so, but it's just like, that was a fucking big aha for me that day. Like I realized that about you in the moment, but then I got the bigger lesson that you were trying to teach, which was a more about ourselves. Like the reason why I feel that about you is because you just literally do it. You don't do anything different than what you tell me you're going to do ever, never. If I ask you for something, you do it without hesitation and, and we don't do that for ourselves enough. So that there's a few of the things he came. So. Wow. Thanks dude. Yeah. I love you. Love you, bro. Um, one dude that we both, that I love, he actually texted me the other day. It was weird. Cause you invited me to your, uh, your event and he hits me up and he goes, uh, he's like, yo, you're going to be, I heard you're going to be at Kevin's event. I go, I am. I heard you're going to be there. He goes, I am. And I'm like, hell yeah. I can't wait to hang out. He's like, me neither. And that was Chris Heller. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I hadn't even told anybody. Chris is the fuck. I haven't even told Fred. I forgot to tell Fred. Should I have not said, did I fuck up? No, no, no. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. 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 No, I just literally forgot <laughs> to tell him. Okay. Well, Fred, he's coming. Uh, yeah. So what, what, what is something that you, what is the biggest thing you've learned? By the way, I fucking love Chris, love him to death. Uh, but what's the biggest, what's the biggest thing you've learned from him? You know, what's funny is uh, Chris is really intelligent. Like he's very, very intellectually intelligent uh, and he's a kind person as well. Uh, and, and what I, we kind of, Chris and I really bonded over um, sport baseball. He's a Dodger fan. Um, so he has extremely good taste in baseball teams. And so we, we bonded over that initially. Uh, and we have like a lot of like similar childhood memories, like his dad was a fan, all that stuff. Right. Um, but I've, Chris has been on a journey in his life and he's had, he's had some hard times and done a lot of the work, you know, and what I found is a lot of our conversations have always gone to that. Like have actually ended up around the personal side and he's always been willing to be open and um share you know very open with stuff that probably like you don't really want to go around going around saying in public uh he's always been open and never never hidden it from me and um and so like for me that's awesome and like, we also like we go to concerts together we like we both like i think it's kind of funny look at chris, if you know chris or if you think you know chris and then you realize like him and I are next to each other at the freaking nine inch nails concert. You're like, what the fuck? You know, like that's you, Chris, like we go to rock shows together and stuff. And so, um, so we, we have fun and it's, I honestly, it's mostly just about like having fun. And like, he's, he's been, he's been a, like, um, he's, he's been a, like a, a big mentor, but it's almost never about business. It's yeah. almost always about the life stuff. And, um, and so that's, yeah. So I've, I've learned a lot from him as well as like seeing a guy with like, he's, he's got maniacal focus. He's, he's a, he's a dog on a bone. He doesn't, when he's after something, he doesn't stop. Like that's his downfall too, is he's, is he doesn't stop until he, until he feels he has victory um, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. One thing that I've, I, I learned from him, like it just took this and I don't know if, if I'm off on this, right. Um, Cause it's weird. We've only hung out a few times, me and Chris, but like, he's always stayed in touch. And so, and that's cause of you. Um, 
but there's people that like to put a lot of shine on shit um and like to whether whether it's charisma or whether it's like energy or it's like like and you know i'm one of those guys like you know yeah. i got energy i've got the charisma and you know <clears throat> but he, that dude just is all about the work he just yeah. works man like not worried about brain. the shine He's a grinder, not worried about the shine, not worried about what it really looks like. Doesn't really care what it really looks like. Just works. Yeah. And uh, that's what I realized. Like you can take the shine off a lot of shit. And if you just take the shine off a lot of shit and just work, it'd probably be a little bit easier. <laughs> I like yeah. Yeah, it is like yeah. uh, getting rich isn't hard. You can just buy real estate and wait 10 years. You don't have to be that smart. <laughs> Like you could just work for 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. Like you could actually just try being consistent for once, which is what Chris is extremely Dude, good at, right? Just work. He doesn't care about what it looks like. Just work. Tirelessly consistent. Yeah. Tirelessly. Um, I love now, it. By the way, got- and he keeps in touch with you because you're amazing. I, I remember when you guys connected, I think it was at that, at that dinner, uh, yeah, was. Lab, right? that VIP dinner thing. And, uh, that like- dinner, that dinner that and that event off. changed a lot of fucking lives, dude, because the yeah. after effect of that dinner and that thing created so many partnerships, so many different things. So yeah. thank you for that, by the way, like, give yeah, me your like flowers. That thank a you. couple, couple weeks ago, but like, uh, it did like, that was just a lot, but dude, but there's a lot of great people out there. Uh, and then if you just like put them together, good, good shit. Like that happens a lot. Yeah. Just the yeah. host. Like, I was just the host. All I do yeah, is host. I know, but that was, a, that was probably the most powerful dinner I've ever been a part of. I mean, have, is there, have you ever been in a room full of more powerful, like, like awesome people? Like very, very rarely, very, yeah, very cool. I name a few that are up there with that, but that was, a, yeah. Looking back, yeah. like that was, a, that was a special moment. Yeah, that was cool. Um, all right. We got 15 minutes left in the chat right now. Uh, 14 minutes left. What questions do you have for Kevin? Uh, I can't believe it's been an hour and 45 minutes already. That flew by for me. I knew this was going to happen when we came on here, by the way, here's my, here out. Here's how I, this was my preparation for today. And this is Kevin's preparation for today. Fact. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. What will the next 12 months bring you that the last 12 months didn't? Good question, Colby. Uh, dude, uh, we're going to find out. I like the. Here's the deal. I I don't know, but I know that it's going to bring uh our hey and Jeff, if you're still listening, if you're still here, don't you don't repeat this cuz I literally haven't told my wife yet. So you guys have to promise me you're not going to share this. But like uh like we're going to take our first trip to Disneyland with our girls. Um I booked that. My wife literally doesn't know. Just haven't found the right time to tell her. She's a bit of a planner. We'll get there. So there's going to be a lot more experiences in the, in the next 12 months. Um, and that in Hawaii also, please don't tell her that. Um, and so there's probably also, apparently there's gonna be a lot of surprises in the next 12 months, Colby. Uh, but dude, I'm not, I don't know, dude, I'm not, I'm not real attached to, to any one thing and making it look a certain way outside of trying to extract as much as I can out of the moment. Uh, which, which I know is probably partially a way of like, uh, avoiding your question. But the truth is, I don't know it. I'm not, I'm not locked in on any one thing outside of um, making sure I'm just getting more out of the days. Yeah. What I was going to say is uh, you, what is what you hope to happen in the next 12 months is that you're just, you're squeezing more juice out of the days than you did in the past 12. 
hundred percent. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, he said, you tend to speak things, then they, you tend to speak things, then they happen. So it was worth asking. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, Tom, what's your mindset on agent attraction? Especially if you sense that the event you are trying to attract is standoffish or acts like you are trying to get them. How do you approach them? Uh, as a person. So my mindset on agent attraction is I don't like that word agent attraction. It's recruiting. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm, I'm good with the word. My definition of the word recruiting is very, uh, very much about the other person. Attraction to me is very much about me. And so my, my mindset on it is like, I have a job to do. And it just so happens that the way I make money is by being in a relationship with more people. And so if the agent I'm trying to attract is standoffish, that's okay. Like I'll try to disarm them or I'll let them be standoffish. Like, like that's okay. I don't have a timeline. So like uh, Dustin referenced it earlier, like I was at EXP for two years before he was, or, or however long that was. And I, like, I didn't care. I thought Dustin, I, I was just like, Dustin's going to come whenever Dustin's ready. And I, I feel that same way. Like every, so my, but I don't know if Matt and Jeremy's on here. Yeah. Jessica technically it was three and a half. It was, it was August of 2018. Not that I'm counting Jessica uh, until December, like 31st of 2021. Uh, but it's like at one point as of January, like Jessica Lentz, who's my dear friend in, in uh, Denver, if you guys don't know her, you should go follow her. She's amazing. Um, and she like, it took three, it took every bit of three and a half years for her to, to commit to come to EXP. And I was cool with that timeline. Cause that was her timeline, not mine. Uh, and then that was the record until, until Matt Chick and Jeremy Fuse joined in, in like late May of this year, which took me almost four years. Like also <sighs> had the coffee with Jeremy or excuse me with Matt for the first time, August, 2018. So like, I just don't have any expectations of, of, of a timeline. I have expectations of building a relationship. And by the way, I'm not married to EXP. I love EXP. I think this company has changed so many lives. Like the way Michael Valdez, who's one of the presidents of the company, <sighs> explains it, who he worked for Realogy, which is the largest real estate company in the world for 17 years. And he said in 17 years, no one ever said to me, this company changed my life, including himself. Since he's been in EXP, which has been about two years now, there hasn't been a day go by that someone didn't say to him, this company has changed my life. So understand knowing that EXP has done that for so many people and people that I care about, uh, which is the real estate agent population. Um, I'm not married to it. If there's something better, I'd, I'd, I'd find it and go and take people with me. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I just want what I want. I want more and I want better. I love I don't that. know if I answered that correctly, Tom. So no. Well, I thought that was really good. Uh, one thing about Kevin that I know is, 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 is you're not tactical. It's just who you are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're, you're not a tactical guy. You're not like, Oh, okay. So if I call this and I send that and I do this, then I'll get this. You're just like, I'm a relational dude. And I happen to be at AXP and I want to work with my friends and I want to hang out with my friends and I want to community with my friends. And oddly enough, it benefits me too, which is cool too. It's kind of like that story of like when the bee flies, the bee flies around its goals to get the pollen, but what it doesn't know is that, 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 or its goal is to get the nectar, but what it doesn't know is that pollen stick into the bottom of its feet. And that's how flowers are born. I feel like you're the opposite. Like you're just out planting flowers all the time. And then because of that, you happen to get some nectar. 
You yeah. Know? You know, it is. And it's, it's also like this thing too, like, and I'll call people and uh, I can tell they're like, they're standoffish. Like they think like they're the, Oh God, this EXP agent guy's calling me right now. So I can, I sense that. And so I will very, when, if I do sense that I will very purposely just do whatever I can to disarm them. I'm like, I'm not talking about like, even if I was actually just calling them to talk, like, I'll just be like, dude, like what's going on with so-and-so and and this and that, like, you know, I called somebody today. I hadn't talked to him in a while and I, 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 I'm going to be really clear. I want to recruit him to EXP, you know, it's his own brokerage in a different state. Uh, I want to recruit him to EXP. I didn't call him to talk about EXP at all today. I called him to talk to him. I called him to invite him to that, to that thing that you and Chris mentioned uh, to the little event that we're doing. Um, because I want him there. I want him in the room because he's a really smart guy and I think we'll all benefit from it. So will he, but I wasn't calling to recruit him to EXP. And, and we just talked for 15 minutes, mostly about like his kids and his wife and what's changed, uh, recently for him. And then I was like, Oh, by the way, here's the shit. I got to email him actually. Uh, and so, so like, like that's how I recruit by adding value. And like, I don't have, but I will purposely, I could tell if they feel a little weird about it, like I'll purposely push them off a little bit more and like go as far away from EXP as I can. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what is the one thing you were hesitant to implement and wish you had done so sooner as it's been a game changer in your success outside of joining EXP? Well, okay. So that was the number one. Um Uh, you know, to go back, like probably just being really clear on, on, uh, priorities, priority, like learning to work from a sense of priority and realizing that I, I could do, I could basically do whatever I want as long as I was clear on what was most important. Meaning I can wear flip-flops and shorts and t-shirts, uh, all of that, as long as I was really clear on what drove the results I had to get in order to get a pass on everything mm -hmm. else. That's really good. Um, what priorities have you shifted in the past year when you talk about priorities and like your successes? Has there, any, has there been any that has shifted? What's your number one priority? Actually, let's do this. What's your top three priorities in life? In life? Yeah. Uh, my family, me, my business. Point Very plain, good. Simple. Yeah. In what order? My family, me and my business, and maybe it's me and then my family. I, I don't, you know, probably yeah. struggle with that just as much as anybody else does. Um, but I think maybe the public answer is my family. If I'm being real honest, like I need to be the priority first. So that way it's kind of like, uh, this is weird. We, we don't have time to go totally down this trail, but like the most important things for health are, uh, are in the, in this order, light and sleep. Sleep is actually more important, but light direct, really directly impacts sleep. So light's more important. Uh, and then we can talk about, we can, we can talk about that later. Um, so yeah, so it's probably me because we, it directly can't, not, we can't talk about that later. You can talk about that for two to four hours. <laughs> yeah. You and I don't I know can. what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, all right. Uh, what is, what's, uh, we got five minutes and this, I'm going to end it with, uh, two questions, three questions. One, um, what is some, what is, what is the, what is, what do people get wrong about you most? Ooh. 
Um, I, you know, I've had people tell me that I'm like, that tell me like, oh, they assume that um, I think I'm I have it all figured out, or I'm just so confident that I never, you know, am lacking. Like that, but that that's something people get wrong about me for sure. Uh, I'm, I question myself as much or more than anybody else. Just don't let it prevent me from moving forward most times. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do people get wrong about me? I think people, you know, I think people, you know, like anything else, I think that um, people assume that you know, people assume that like I left Keller Williams for certain reasons that were just flat untrue. Like that's a lot. Like um, I've had just so many people told me, like admit to me effectively over the years, like, well, I just assume this. I thought you were just being disloyal and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that that's been something that people got wrong about me. I, I think the other thing is like, um, I think, man, I don't know. What else do people get wrong about me? I don't know. Maybe there aren't like, I'm not sure that people get that much wrong about me. Like maybe that's just how I show I show up for them. Yeah. I actually really love that statement more than, you know, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but um, weird corks, weird habits. What's weird about you? Oh, dude, we don't have that kind of time left in the day, much less in the <laughs> how about, zoo. <laughs> how about this? Like, this is going to sound about- weird because I've been inside your closet. <laughs> And you have, you have a giant red fucking light in there. You have like a hundred pairs of Nike dunks. You've got like 30 Dodgers hats and you have only black (laughs) t-shirts. And, and I guess some people would consider that quirky. I don't know. It just seems normal to me to only have black t-shirts. I I don't know. Uh, And and, dude, you are, you're like the exact same at home as you are at a mastermind or with your daughters or with fucking Chris Heller or with us here today. It's like, and and that's how I wanted to end this today is just like, dude, what I've learned from you, man, is, uh, is, is you are so unapologetically yourself in such a warm in such a fun and exciting way that when I met you, you gave me permission to be, um, whoever I wanted to be like whoever that was, as long as I wasn't getting in the way of somebody else being who they wanted to be. And so, um, you've taught me to take action before it's perfect, man. You will just, once you decide you're going to do something, you will be Bambi on ice, man. (laughs) You will, you are so willing to be a beginner. If you want it bad enough, you will be Bambi on ice. And then all of a sudden, like I'll blink, look back a year later and you're literally a fucking Budweiser stallion, just Clydesdale. Like it's, it's just, it's incredible. Once you make your, uh, your decision and dude, you've got a, uh, you got a heart, a, a pure heart. And I think, um, anybody on this call that, that knows you knows that you you're, you're, and I know you hate some of these words, but I don't give a fuck. You're so genuine. You're so you, you're, you really genuinely are a giver and, um, your success is not an accident because of how much you provide to the people around you without expectation of anything. You don't, like you said, you don't put timeframes on anything. You're just a lover. You're a good dude. You have fun. You're an amazing father. Uh, you're a great husband. And uh, the introspectiveness that you've done over the past year or so, it's been so cool 
because uh, you just want to, you truly just want to get better for the people around you, man. And I'm honored to call you one of my best friends. And I, I, I truly, truly, truly mean that with all my heart, dude. And if there's anything that I can ever do for you, I'm here. Um, and I learned that statement from you. I appreciate it, dude. You know, you know, I go, yeah, I feel like literally the exact same way. No, there is no difference. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude, I love you, bro. I love you too. So much in the chat, give Kevin your love, give him, give him, give him some juice to leave with, give him some flowers. What were your takeaways? What did you learn today? What do you love about Kevin? Uh, two fucking hours with me, man. Oh, Greg. Oh, you know, love kevin honest insta best friend i know you you are one of those dudes man i was like i was like i think kevin's i'm like kevin's one of my best friends i was like he just makes me feel that way i don't know if he feels that way but you're one of those dudes you're one of those dudes though that like a hundred people say that you're one of their best friends (laughs) you're that dude but i realized i say that too like there's probably a hundred i'm like he's one of my best friends like oh she's definitely one of my best friends i'm like (laughs) Fuck, do I really like, do I say that? But like, I, I love mean, it I, though. I, I just, it's easy for me to connect with people. I love it. Um, and there are just some people when you, when you, most people, when you just like are open to who they are, you realize like we just have so much more in common. Uh, there's truly one of my favorite people in the world on this planet ever, uh, Jill Morris. I love you, Jill. Jill's uh, the, Jill's the shit. Who, um, like, when you just let people be who they are, like you just realize we're actually so much more connected than, than not. And uh, I get attached to people and things, Crystal, David, Don, like there's so many people on this list right now, EK, uh, Jeff, Lee, like uh, Greg, Dave, there's so many people that I'm like, I could tell you right now what I think is the best thing about this person or what people don't know about this person that they should. Uh, and it's only just cause I wanted to find out what it was. Like I, cause I want, I wanted to find out for me selfishly, what is it that makes this person do this thing that they do and that is maybe misunderstood by everybody else. Right. Uh, and then I realized like how that's, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm attracted to that. I'm attracted to people that are open and sharing and, and care. And I realize that most people are more connected than, than not. I agree, brother. We're more alike than we are different. And yeah having that belief actually makes you different, <laughs> which is weird, which is weird. Yeah, I know. Um, how do the best way to people to get a hold of you? I got your Instagram link up there as well as your podcast. If somebody wants to talk to you about EXP or just wants to hang out or wants to come to one of your masterminds or wants to be a part of your world, how do they do that? Uh, I mean, Instagram's great. Facebook is great. Uh, if, if anybody wants to do me a favor, leave a review and a rating on the podcast. Uh, nothing else could, would, would be a bigger favor for me outside of joining an AXP with us. Uh, if you're not, uh, and I mean, just reach out, like, as you know, like I'm fairly easy to contact and, um, I like that's just literally just reach out Facebook or Instagram is both great. Cool. I love it. I love it. His Facebook's down there, right there. Also, David Queen just joined the Fired Up uh, uh, Friday's Facebook page. We're going to email you over these links too. So uh, you'll get an email with the links to Kevin's Instagram, his podcast, and his Facebook. But if you guys really could, if you guys if you guys really enjoyed today and, and all the words that you guys put in the chat are true, which I know they are, uh, give, give his podcast a listen and, and sh- give that thing a five star and, and, and put a real review in there. Like, make it real. So 
Um, Kevin, thank you again. I appreciate you for being such a contributor. You're the fucking man. I love you and I'll see you soon. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.